What's up everybody? It's Benny's with Benny coming to you from the Ring of Fire, the also evergreen state, home to Bigfoot, rain, and great wine. This week I have with me yet again... Grady Havercost. We're back to you folks this week to talk about the good old American dream. And as we always do on Benny's with Benny, we're going to start you folks off with the definition of what we felt would be appropriate to define the American dream. This week we're using Investopedia, and lo and behold, the American dream is the belief that anyone, regardless of where they were born or what class they were born into, can attain their own version of success. In a society where upward mobility is possible for everyone, the American dream is achieved through sacrifice, risk-taking, and hard work, rather than by chance. Grady, how do you feel about that definition? All right, so we're really going to pull that definition apart today because there's so many different parts of that definition. But um, as we were kind of researching this American dream, we found a variety of different definitions, which we kind of found interesting. Um, but we really like this one because this one really kind of appealed to what we feel and what we value. So I kind of want to talk about that first part, Ben, and when it talks about work. Um, and this is kind of a... A question or a topic that I've been talking about throughout the week to a lot of my families that I see and um, a lot of different personal family members of mine but I really consider my work that I do something that I really enjoy and I feel like unfortunately in the world that we live in we look at work as something that's negative and we look at someone who goes to work as someone who has to grind and they have to do this thing that they don't typically enjoy um, but as far as work goes, uh, I really don't think it's typically a bad thing or doesn't have to be. I, I would have to agree with you here, Grady. I think a lot of people confuse work with a job. You know, a job can suck. A job can be terrible. I think you and I have both had our fair share of bad jobs. But I think you're right. I mean, when I, when I look at the word work just in general, I think of it something that I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis to get me where I want to be. And I don't ever think that's a bad thing. I mean, I know you and I have had conversations, like we said, where, you know, waking up in the morning and trying to be the best that you can be is working towards something, working towards being a better you, better person of society, whatever it may be in, in, in that sense. But, I, you know, still, still stating that, going back to it, jobs can suck. You can have a terrible job. I guess my question to you here, Grady, is, I mean, I guess if you have a job that sucks, does it make the work hard or does the job itself just suck? I think it really starts with your mindset um, and I'm gonna shout out to my barber uh, you know who you are but you know we were talking about this today about how you know you can wake up and you own the day you own the way that you live your life um, nobody else can change that nobody of a higher power can change that for you it's but it really starts with your mindset um, and so regardless of how your job is or what you're doing for work and I say that in quotes that really starts with your mindset and what are you doing to change that or make that better to better yourself in the now and in the future and I guess Grady to piggyback off what you just said I think you you brought up a really good point you know whether you're working for it now or in the future I think people like I was saying earlier are confusing what working means you know if you're in a job that's a dead-end job that you don't like folks you should change that I'm not out here to tell you that a nine to five job is not a good job to have. I'm not out here to tell you that you should go the non-conventional route. I'm here to tell you that if you're working or I should say filling your time with something that you feel is productive, 
stick to it. But make sure that you're working on what you what it is that you want to do with yourself and your life and your time. Because in turn, those around you are going to notice that you're happier and more driven. And you yourself will be happier and more driven. I want to kind of touch on a point that you talked about right there, Ben, which I think is really valuable about productivity. Okay, And kind of what we talked about last week, if you listen to last week's episode, we really hit on happiness. Um, but I want to kind of circle back to that. But it was really important that you find something that not only are you productive doing, yes, I understand, you got to put food on the table, you got to pay the bills and all that stuff. But that'll, that will come if you are happy and you are being productive at the same time. Because at the end of the day, those two things should go hand in hand. And Grady, what would you tell, I guess, a question that just came to mind when you said, you know, you brought up the bills and the food on the table and providing, you know, for yourself or your family or whatever it may be out there, folks. What would you say about the risk versus reward? I mean, do you think that it's worth it to risk it for the biscuit, as they always say here in the United States? I mean, I know the... You know, to use our, our definition of the American dream, you know, it's the belief that anyone, regardless of where they were born or what class they were born into, can attain their own version of success. And I think we chose that definition because of that key point, their own version of success. We touched on that last week with happiness. You have to make sure that you're doing what it is that you find successful. You know, you, you have to find something that you work for that makes you feel successful. You know, there's kind of a lot going on there, and I'm going to try and kind of unpack that a little bit, but you really focused on risk, and so that's kind of where I'm going to take this question, and correct me if I'm wrong, but when it comes to risk, it's it's really a tough, you got to find a tough medium there, because if you take too much risk, then you and or your loved ones or your family or your surroundings won't be happy, you won't be in a good place, but if you don't take enough risk, you're going to end up in a dead end. Um, and I know Ben, we had a conversation earlier about how I was in the shower this morning and I know you guys are just with me. We all have these crazy, (laughs) crazy thoughts in the shower. He's dressed right now, folks. I promise you. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like crazy shower thoughts. Okay. I'm getting ready for the day and I'm thinking, okay, how do we take risks so we make our life exciting and not boring? And I was thinking of it like a theme park. Okay. When you and or your family goes to a theme park, you say you go to a water park or a roller coaster park, okay? You go to that park to take a risk, to push yourself, to challenge yourself on a new ride that's like super exciting or, you know, scary to you or scary to your kids. But I was telling Ben, I said, if you were a 15 year old and you were still going on the Dumbo ride that gets, you know, five, six feet off the ground with the kids who are two and three, one, you kind of look like a fool, and two, are you really pushing yourself? That's kind of the question. And, you know, I think you brought up a good point there, Grady, pushing yourself, folks. You, you, you'll you notice, you know, like Grady already mentioned last week's episode, we, we really want to motivate people to get up in the morning and be the best that they can be. Push yourself to be the change you want to see in this world. And work, you know, to use that word again, work towards what it is you want to see. I, I read a quote earlier today by Elon Musk, where he said the smartest thing he ever did was he came up with a five and 10 year plan. And then he said, I'm going to try to do it in six months. And he said, after those six months, he never hit what he set out for five or 10 years, but he was a lot closer than he thought he'd be because he woke up every morning, pushing himself and battling for every success he had in those six months. Even though he didn't achieve what it is he wanted to, he still got way, way, way closer than those people who go to sleep every night and say, oh, tomorrow's going to be a better day, or tomorrow's not a good day. We always have January 1st, New Year's resolutions, baby. Let's get this stuff going, you know? So, 
I'm right there with you, and I love that quote from Elon Musk, but, you know, that whole six-month period, I also want to remind you guys that in six months, six months' time, you could take a lot of risks and be really unhappy for six months, but if you have the long-term end in sight, you're golden, and if it really works out for you, and if it doesn't, then you really live and learn, Um, but I kind of want to get back to that again and circle back to that roller coaster and theme park analogy I was telling Ben I said if you're a kid if you're you know 10 11 12 years old and you look up at this big roller coaster and you're like wow like that's huge and that's a really scary roller coaster that's what she said (laughs) of course gotta lighten the mood here of course um anyways if you look up at that big roller coaster you're thinking wow I'm gonna push myself today I'm gonna go on that but that's why you went to that theme park is to push yourself. Um, and I was kind of thinking that that roller coaster is kind of like life. Okay, You get on that roller coaster and it's going to be fun and thrilling because it goes way up for a long time. And it's going to kind of build you up for what you're about to hit. And you're about to hit that downhill. And then it's going to twist and it's going to turn and it's going to go upside down and it's going to go really fast and it's going to slow down. But that is what life is all about. If if life was easy as pie, that roller coaster would be so boring. You wouldn't have to push yourself. You wouldn't have to take any risks. And I really like that 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 relating it to life, Grady. Because even now, I'm a I'm a I'm a avid theme park attendee. I like pushing myself on roller coasters. Was pre COVID, yeah, pre COVID <laughs> rip. But RIP. you know, um, those are the rides that you do talk about, though. You know, it's kind of like the successes in life. It's your it's your the hard experiences that really shape you you know i I, one of my another to to drop a quote on you guys you know the the toughest deal has to go through the hottest fire show off dropping quotes (laughs) you know i read i read believe it or not folks not just on instagram but anyways you know it it really is like that because when you go to that theme park you always want to be the kid to say or, or the person to say that yeah i went on that ride that nobody else wanted to go on because i pushed myself to my comfort zone my voice just cracked. But anyways, <laughs> you know, you want he's to not, yourself. He's not 15, 16, I swear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, not even close, guys. But anyways, <laughs> um, you know, that, that, that risk-taking is good here, Grady. But I, I guess to kind of circle back into the, the how this fits in the American dream, you know, folks, I'm 24 years old, and my parents came here from a communist country, and I am in no means the most successful person in the United States. I don't consider myself... I don't know what to say. I don't consider myself somebody who has made it in life, but I definitely consider myself somebody who's achieved the American dream. I have a great surrounding of friends. I have a great family. I have a steady career job that's getting me to where I want to be. I have a beautiful fiance and I'm working towards, you know, getting to what I want in life to be where I want to be in life, if that makes sense. Okay. Hard flexing. He's accomplished. He's engaged. Okay, show off. We get it. You're going somewhere in life. Okay. Shout out to Jenna. No. (laughs) Okay, but I do want to hit on something, Ben. You talked about making it. And last week, in our episode last week, we just kind of talked about success and what it means to be successful and all the stereotypes that come with that. But you said that you haven't made it, so-called, in your life. So in order for you to have made it, I would say what age or when in your life do you expect to have made it? 
And I think that's a that's a that's a really good question here, Grady. Um, you know, if I have to think of what it is to to make it for me, I'm somebody who wakes up in the morning just like you are, and I push myself to be better than I was yesterday, every day, no matter what's going on. Tough things are going to happen. You're going to have conversations with people you don't want to have. You're going to have experiences in life you don't want to have. But it's kind of the, the, the sacrifice, I'd say, of, of making and living a, a, a meaningful life. And, you know, the way I think of the American dream is, yes, technically I'm, I've made it with the career and, you know, the placement and everything in life. But I still don't feel satisfied. I still don't feel like I've, to put it in quotation marks, sacrificed enough to say that I've made it. Do you think that society and America has changed that view on people? I think more so myself changed that. And obviously, you know, society has a lot to do with that. Um, I don't think making it is having a million dollars in my bank account. I just want to put that out there. I don't think making it is being the richest person in the world. I think making it is being able to go to bed at night and saying that, you know what, today was a great day and I'm way better than I was yesterday. And I can do that some days, but not every day. And I think for me, a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm always chasing this American dream. I never want to tell myself I've quote unquote made it because I feel like I'll get lazy. I'll kind of taper off and be like, you know what? I've lived a good lifetime to settle down and really just take life for what it is and work that nine to five job without taking those risks and making those sacrifices to live a, a better one. You know, it's funny. You really you hit a lot on dreams there. Um, and I really kind of want to focus on that idea of dreams because ever since you're a little kid you have dreams you know when you're you know five six years old your dream is to become a pro professional athlete and whatever or i uh, wanted to be a president with the pet alligator i swear to god <laughs> i swear i wanted to be the president with the pet alligator could you imagine a president balling out with an alligator now Dude. i mean i mean 2020 what's next guys <laughs> yeah. come on for real um anyways i really want to get back to that idea of dreams you know like i said when you're young you have kind of these dreams that we think aren't realistic but if you follow your dreams they could be realistic and then as you grow up you kind of realize that like oh my dream is to have a family and my dream is to have a house my dream is to live my dream so i think it's interesting that you talk about the fact that you're always going to be chasing that american dream um but i also kind of think that like society puts that on us a little bit of like how we always have to be chasing something we can never really get it so I'm going to come back to that question that I asked you about making it. I don't think what what when you have made it and when I have made it, I don't think we'll know because it's funny and I, I hate to reference a meme, but <laughs> I have to guys. Okay. So I saw a meme the other day. I was scrolling and I got to I got to hit Steve Carell in the office because <laughs> the best show ever made the best show. Come After on. Sons of Anarchy. Ooh, I don't know. That's an, that's another episode. Another episode. Another episode. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but it had Michael on there, and he had Andy in the background. And Michael was saying, I wish I would have known when I was in the good old days, during the good old days. Like, how do you know when you're living the good old days? I, I feel like we're going to look back, you know, you know, a couple years from now and be like, oh, man, podcast episode number whatever. Man, those were the good old days. <laughs> I think you bring up a good point. You know, it, it's interesting because I, whenever I think of the good old days, Grady, I think of school. I think of college. I think of high school. I'm with you, man. Middle school, elementary school. We all hated those days. Right. I don't think I don't think there's one person really, and you know, hand on my heart, who will say, you know what, my favorite time in life was when I was in school. But I'm out of school now, and 
Dude, ironically <laughs> enough, I feel that as a teacher. You know, I always want to go back because I feel like those are days you will never get. No, you know, people always talk about, oh, I wish I knew when I was a kid saying I want to be an adult that bills aren't easy to pay. And, you know, Facts. you have to work for it and you have to push yourself to get what you want. The truest thing I've ever heard. But as a kid, you really have the ability, like you, you touched, to pursue and to take those risks without, you know making a lot of sacrifices because you have so much time on your hand your, your biggest worry is whether or not you're gonna finish that english paper a week before it's due or like i used to do three hours before it was due you know there's <laughs> you know there's hashtag college yeah you know it, it's 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 one of those things where life is so simple when you make it simple because you're so used to a routine of knowing that hey i have these things to get done but once i get those things done i can be myself and do what i want to do and, you know, I, I kind of want to talk about worries because this all is going to kind of loop back because our worries from when we're in elementary school is, oh, man, when I get home, am I going to be able to, is my mom going to be home to make me snack? Or Mine was whether or not I was going to get the cool Pokemon card. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, you know, I used to get a CD at the store or, like, like the little Topps baseball packs and, like, <laughs> yeah. If I get a Topps baseball pack, I mean, is there going to be at least one guy in there that I've heard of? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, like, you know, and then they transition. You go up to middle school. You know, you, you pass that note to that girl. You take that risk. risk. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> to drop that mic right there. But it's, it's true. You take that risk and you worry all day. You're like, oh, my gosh. Did she read it? Did she read it? Did she read it? And you think about looking back, you're like, oh, man, my worries were so small and so irrelevant. But that's what you live for. Like, you take that risk. You worry about those things so that in your future when you get to high school, yeah, you still worry about it, but not as much as you did in middle school. It's cake, ladies and gentlemen. It's cake. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No, I would it, not go that far. It is, baby. You got to be confident, Grady. You know, it's 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 what makes me me, dude. Is I always say this. Uh, you know, when when I met Jenna, she turned me into a more confident person, and it's because I pursued her with every single ounce of strength in my body. And then when it, we, you know, we finally became official, and now we're engaged, and I'm excited to see where we're going to be in the next year versus ten. It, the risk was definitely worth the reward. Right. And folks, you need to hear that. You should not be living a life where you're worried about what the risks are. Now, I'm not saying go into work tomorrow and quit and then <laughs> right. scratch your head in terms of how you're going to pay the bills and hit me up with the DM or Grady with the DM and be like, you guys told me to do this and now I'm here. Right. You need to take realistic risks. Yeah. Analyze it. Look at it. I mean, even even just in terms of, of small things like going back to the theme parks, take the, like push yourself to go that extra inch because sooner or later when you do that enough times, you've gone a foot. And then a yard, and then 10 yards, and then a mile. And then once you're at a mile, it feels like a breeze. You know, it's a small worry when you realize how much you're actually capable of. Because the sacrifice is you're either going to, A, if you're passing a note to a girl or a guy, look really weird. Right. Like I used to when I used to do it. Same. You know. You look um, super awkward. You feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, you know, asking that girl to the dance or, or asking the guy to the dance. And they say no. And you're like, well, this is really awkward. I'm going to go home and... Write my diary, you know, <laughs> which I actually used to do. I called it a journal to sound more cool. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, you know, but it's 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 all about that, folks, because like here in the United States, I don't think people are aware of how much freedom not to get political or, or any, you know, patriotic, but how much freedom we actually have. You can wake up every morning and do what it is you want to do. 
Now look back at those, you know, for those of you who are listening to this and saying, I really hate my job. I hated my job three months ago. Three months later, I'm in a career, in a job, I'm working and I love it. It's not the best job in the world for a lot of people, but for me it is. It's, it's getting me where I want to be and it's letting me do things that I want to do. And I think that speaks volumes to learning when it is to take a risk, to pursue what that American dream is, to be able to go to sleep and realize and, that you're working towards being a better self. Love that. You know, I, I kind of want to circle back to your American dream that you started with, and I want to hit a little bit on sacrifice and rewards. But, you know, for, I think for everyone, the American dream looks different. Okay. We're, you know, from where you came from, from where you were born, from how you were raised, from whether or not you went to college, what career path you took, did you graduate high school or whatnot, it is going to look different for everyone, but it is still achievable by anyone. Exactly. And so when I think about sacrifice and risk and rewards, you have to sacrifice some things. And I never like to say sacrifice happiness, but sometimes in order to get a reward for long term, you might have to sacrifice happiness well, you for can't, a little bit. You know, to, to, to piggyback off of that, Grady, you can't really know what happiness is if you don't know what sadness is. You don't know what being rich is unless you're okay, poor. Okay, dropping mic bombs you know, over yeah, here. You know, like, end of the episode. No, I'm just kidding, folks. But, <laughs> you know, a, a really good example to, to bring up is, you know, you, you brought up going to college and going to school. My brother, he's mm. 19 years old. He streams, quote-unquote, for a living. He plays video games professionally. Follow him at Xtrenzy on Instagram, and he, he has a YouTube channel, too, Xtrenzy. I don't know the exact channel name, but follow him. Anyways, he's making it. He's trying it. And my dad and I had an interesting conversation about it because... My sister and I both did the, the I would say, the, the, the common layout these days of graduating high school, going into college, getting that degree, finding a job within the realms of that degree, and working until we get to where we want to be. And I had a conversation with my dad when he was, he was worried because he's like, he's 19 years old and he doesn't want to go to school because he really wants to give it his all to stream. And I told him, I was like, Dad, you should be proud of yourself as a father for letting your son explore what it is that he wants to do with his life because it's never too late and I think you know I said it in the last episode life is not a race it's a marathon and I, I said the same thing to my brother when he you know because I've had conversations with him when he uploads that YouTube video or that Instagram post and it only gets four likes or it only gets five or ten fifteen twenty views you have to be patient you know like you said you have to sacrifice that mentality of oh my god I'm gonna blow up so quickly and be willing to work to get to the moment where you do blow up so quickly because the reward is worth it you know and in terms I'm, I'm not saying my brother is gonna be a millionaire I hope to god he will be one day so he can take care of me but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, but anyways it, it's in terms of judging like you said panning out what is the risk that you can take now to have the life you want to and even if it doesn't work out you can always fall back on something and and go do something else. You know, you, you see these days with kids going to, to college and not knowing what majors to be. For those kids, I want to say, you don't need to know what major you want to be. A lot of people don't know this. I was a pre-med major. I, I went to, to school for almost a year and a half yeah, studying neuroscience. Yeah. And then one morning I woke up and I'm like, is this really something I want to do? And it wasn't. It was something that my parents were like, I want to have a son who's a doctor. This is you, Ben. Like, And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, you know, it... it it, it was because I was growing up in a household where I wanted to make my parents proud of me, but I realized that if I'm proud of myself, in turn, they'll be proud of me because I'm pushing myself every day to be the best that I can be. I'm pushing myself to do those things that don't always make sense, 
but they worked out. And uh, y- you know, it's interesting. It, you kind of really, you really hit on that. Like, hey, it worked out for me. This was my American dream. I had a little bit of a different path. It took me six years to get a four-year degree. You know, I grew up in, you know, the area around here, Vancouver, Washington, and when I was in middle school. We happened to move across the country and packed up and moved to Cleveland, Ohio. Finished high school, did two years of college there, moved back here. Oh, cool. None of your credits transferred because you're out of state. Super sweet. Love that. So cool. Let's start over because we got to live this American dream. I don't have any other choice. Am I going to be in debt after I graduate? Probably. Am I going to work my butt off to pay off those debts? 100% because that's what you got to do. Um, and I kind of want to, it's funny. I showed my, I showed this video to my kids this last year. I, sh- I actually just showed this video to Ben before we got on the podcast. And, you know, if you're a parent of mine who's listening or watching, you know, I hope you kind of know what I'm talking about. But ask your kids. There was a video that I showed them about sacrifice and human and hard work and, you know, doing what you love and waking up with a positive mindset. And one of the things that really hit me was uh, Oprah Winfrey got shut down by networks twice and she kept going um beyonce beyonce yeah got shut down three times and she kept going steven spielberg baby (laughs) steven spielberg's to stevie spielberg (laughs) got shut down by film school three times you gotta admit steven spielberg is a little little off the walls i mean pet cemetery folks yeah like come on rage I For know. those of you who are from a period where rage wasn't banned as a book, that that was a good period of time. And you can still find the book and read it, but it's, it's oh wow, it's a book. But I'm just, you know, I want to kind of hit on that, that idea of like these crazy genius people that we look at in our society that are so-called super successful because they've so-called made it. They've got told no somewhere along the way and... L- you know, whether you're listening or whether you're, you know, it's Ben and I sitting here. It's like, we got to keep pushing. Maybe maybe we don't want to make that kind of money or be that kind of status quo, but live your American dream. Exactly. And, you know, Grady, that's a powerful, that's a powerful quote. Quote of the, quote of the podcast, live your American dream. I like that. You know, you, folks, I think what, what Grady and I are, are really trying to do is just show you that no matter your age, no matter your, your, your status, in high school, middle school, your job, your whatever, your family, you can still change your life. You know, in that, that video that Grady showed me, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll drop it either on one of our stories on, on, on Instagram so you guys can reference it, but he says, you know, it's too late to change how you started, but it's never too late to change how you end. And I love that. That spoke volumes, folks. I mean, like I said earlier, I was in a job that I hated. I was in a career path that I thought I was like, this is a great career path for a lot of people, but it's not for me. He was living no American dream, folks. Not even close. Yeah. You know, there was no dream being made there. Like, like you know, that, that that one of those quotes, I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's it's like, do you work to live or do you live to work? Yep. And I think, Grady, I you told me that. that. Yeah, you I told me that, that, I think, dude. you know. And it's, it's one of those things, folks, where you really have to wake up and realize that this whole pressure this whole idea of having to have your life figured out having to know what it is you want to do having to know what it is to say i've made it that's all subjective 
You know, it changes based off of who says it. It changes based off of who you are and where you are in life. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I 100% agree. And um, you know, there was one other quote that really resonated with me from that video. He talks about MLK. And when you watch this video, I thought it was a really brave moment when this man said it. But it's funny. I had a student of mine say something today that kind of resonated with me. He was like, man, that guy gave a super powerful powerful speech it also could have been a rap i'm like man i'm thinking about it yeah yeah like mlk <laughs> right but he said martin luther king didn't have a dream that dream had him and it it kind of makes you think like we have this mlk day in our society and i think it's in, in january maybe march February. I oh dude i feel we're like butchering such, this oh, <laughs> i feel like such a bad teacher you right guys now. know the day you yeah, guys whatever. know the day. okay so i think grady knows it's a day off that's why he remembers it. okay okay anyways we do all this topic of conversation in school we teach our kids that martin luther king had a dream he lived this he was you know proud of himself and he stood up for what he believed in and that's what we teach our kids but i'm like man are we teaching that backwards and that, that may be kind of a question that I have for you guys as an audience is maybe ask, talk, think about your, think that, oh my gosh, I cannot talk. Think We're not about, this out. No. oh my gosh, I know, please don't. We are not thinking about that in the right way. And especially 2020, we are so forward. We are such progressive thinkers. We need to rethink that thought. What do you think, Ben? What I think is that COVID happened in March, and right now March seems like 10 years ago. God, dude. That's what I'm thinking about. And, you know, I think, I think you, you brought up a really good thing, the dream having Martin Luther King. And I think when I, when I heard that is I heard that what Martin Luther King is what everybody should have – what Martin Luther King did is what everybody should have been doing. But nobody was brave enough to take the risk to do it. For real. And he did it, and look at it. Right. Look at him. You know, he, he is a staple in the American society for being somebody who stood up for what he believed in and doing what at the time was so not cool. There was like right. no swagger in doing what he did. Right. It was so against the norms of society. Just like not going to college. Just like going into a trade school. Just like whatever you... Even my brother. Just like streaming. I mean, think about it, folks. When you take these risks, when you grow up and you're like 15, 16, 20... And you're in, in college and you're playing football and you have a 0.03% chance of making it as a professional. And you see all of your friends graduating and making it, getting these jobs, and you're sitting there on draft day and you don't get a call, you're going to feel like a failure. You're going to feel like your whole life has just collapsed and you have no time. But you do. Life is long. Make sure you take advantage of that, you know? Right. You know, I, I want to – it's funny. I was – I was um... I can't remember it was a video or the radio today i'm sorry guys it's the end of the week my mind is just a blur but um i heard an interview from dk metcalf and he's a i'm sure you you know watch sports or whatever but he's a a seahawk wide receiver in his second year dropping sports knowledge okay cool yeah no, <laughs> no big deal uh but he's been super successful this year i believe at this point in the season he has the most yards and touchdown receptions along with tyler lockett but um, he was the last pick in the second round of the draft, and he had uh, AJ Brown picked before him. He had um, Michael Hardman from Kansas City. He had all these bigger so-called names picked in front of him, and he was super anxious the whole draft. He was freaking out. He was thinking, "Oh, I'm not going to get picked. I'm going to get shoved to the bottom." 
And when he got that call, he was in tears and he said, you know what? I'm more motivated than ever because now I'm going to be the best me that I can. Let's hope he doesn't turn out like Antonio Brown because it reminds me of Antonio Brown. <sighs> Happened to him too. He got Bro, that call. Oh, you better knock on wood. <laughs> I know, honestly, but... I think that that speaks volumes, though, Grady. You know what separates people who make it in life and people who don't? You asked me earlier, how do I know I've made it? How do I know I've made it? Excuse me. Knowing that I push myself every day to be better than I was yesterday, that's making it. Knowing that when everything is going against me, I can stand up to whatever it is, look it straight in the face and say, I did it. And, and I may not be the most richest person in the planet. I may not be... The best athlete on the planet, the best banker on the planet, the best podcaster on the planet. Hopefully one day, you guys, come on, please spread the word. At Benny's with Benny, come on, you guys, like our page, please. (laughs) (laughs) But no, you know, but it's it's, it's the motivation behind proving everybody wrong, but not proving them wrong to be, excuse the language, a dick. Proving them wrong to, to shut them up, to show them that, hey, I'm not doing what you want me to do in life. Maybe I'm not who you think I am, but let me show you who I am. Let me show you what I'm capable of. Let me show you that a guy who's 24 with his best friend who's 26. Bro. I'm 27. Sorry. Okay. Hey, that's a compliment. Bro, that's bro, a I got, compliment. I got three years on you, bro. But we could make a difference. Dude, we real. can get together once a week, have some great whiskey that you always provide. And God knows how much this bottle costs, but who cares? Oh, don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> you know, we can make a difference because all it takes is somebody telling you something, you hearing something that makes you realize that, hey, maybe I have been wasting my time doing something I don't want to be doing and making a change. There's nothing wrong with working, taking a less, you know, a lesser paying job or a career that doesn't make sense for a lot of people and developing it into something. And, you know, you couldn't talk about standing up for yourself and standing up for what you believe in and being the best you and... I kind of think that comes a little bit from our personality, Ben. You know, I, I'd like to tell our listeners a little bit of something. We're both Gemini's. <laughs> not that like, not that I'm telling you to like believe in that, but we're also over six foot and well over two fifteen. So, you know. <laughs> right. And so, uh, my personality, my whole life, and it's kind of gotten me in trouble, you know, here and there. But I don't back down for what I believe in. Call me confrontational. Yeah, I am a little Very. bit. <laughs> but I'm also gonna, you know, if if I really am proud of it and I really believe in it, or, you know, you're talking about something that like I really care about. Guess what? I'm gonna say something. I'm not just gonna sit in the crowd like. And folks, I've said this. Sorry to interrupt you, Grady. Barking dogs don't bite. Right. You have always got to watch out for the dog who snarls once, barks once, and then bites you. Yeah. You know. And I think our society these days is full of. You know, a bunch of people who, who, who will tell you how to live their lives, but if you look at them, if you look at what they're doing with themselves, are they who you want to be? And if not, why are you taking advice from these people? Why are you giving in to the, the pressure of people who aren't doing what it is that's making them happy? These are people who want to see you take the risk to see if they should do it, to see if it pans out for them, to see if the sacrifice is worth it, to see if the reward is worth it. To people listening to this who are like wondering what the hell I should be doing with myself, I don't know. I can't tell you what to do with yourself, but you know. In that video that Grady showed me, he said every single human being on this planet is born with a gift. But it takes somebody who can develop that gift into something that can change the world. And that's what you need to do. If you have a passion, whatever it is, if you're afraid of doing something because you don't think it makes any sense to do it, I'm going to tell you, go and do it. I'll push you off the cliff. 
I'll, I'll throw you off the roof. I'll make you bungee jump. I'll whatever you push you out of the plane. I don't even know where I'm going. But it's one of those things that you have to be willing, like you said, to make calculated risks, to be aware of the sacrifices you're, you're, you're undertaking, and be ready for the rewards when they come in. Because every day you spend pushing yourself to be closer to who you want to be is a day well spent. I love that, Ben. And, you know, I really don't have much else to say after that because you pretty much just mic dropped right there. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty killer. Um, I do want to take a cheers because, you know, that was just <laughs> awesome. But, uh, you know, there was one line, one more line that stood out from that video. And from people who know me really well, they know I resonate with music. My kids from my classroom know I resonate with music. My family, my girlfriend. Shout out, Molly. You're amazing. Um, wow. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there was a, a, a moment there when he says, Every, everybody has a song. Everybody has songs to play in the universe. Uni meaning one and verse meaning song. So everybody has one song. So you need to play your song. And uh, let's take a cheers to that. Because... Yeah. Cheers to your song, folks. Yeah, cheers to your song. Uh, alrighty. Well, as always, folks, we're going to wrap up because it is a little bit longer than what we're used to, but we don't really put a time limit on these things, which is what I love because we're just two guys growing up trying to have a conversation that we think is going to help motivate somebody to be better tomorrow or tonight. So if you're listening, like I said, me and Grady are the, the support you need. Me and Grady are the ones who, who are telling you to go out there and do what it is you want to do with yourselves. And with a calculated risk. Calculated risk. Folks, trust me, think about it before you do it, but make sure you do it. Right. Even if it doesn't make sense at first, do it. Do yeah. it, trust me. And as always, folks, make sure to smile every day. Do something nice for somebody. Last week, we asked you to ask somebody how they're doing during this COVID stuff. Today, we want to challenge you. Ask somebody what their dreams are. Ask somebody what it is for them that they work for. What is what is the thing that people are chasing around you? Have conversations with people about this. It'll change you. It will. And when you ask that question, don't change it for the age group. A lot of adults like to change that question or modify it for a younger kid. You start treating kids like adults right when they hit grade school they'll respect you they'll respect themselves more exactly folks change the generation that's growing up they're going to be the generation that takes care of us one day much love y'all be safe and take care of yourselves be happy take risks calculated ones be ready for the sacrifices and ready to weep in those rewards drop a comment send a dm let us know what it is that your dream is yeah i would love to hear from you guys i appreciate those of you who have sent me feedback and been feedback throughout the week uh, we love that positive feedback and also any critiques you have for Even us. Even the negative one. I like the negative one. Right? Makes really. us better, makes right? Us, makes us grow, baby. Makes us grow. Whatever <laughs> makes you stronger, work a little harder. Oh. Hashtag Kelly Clarkson. 